Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. The Transport Minister, Eamon Ryan, says the spending priority for this year is the development of local link and town bus services. Is it priority number one, two or three? Mm. I'll say, in all honesty, and obviously up front, I've said it in numerous places, not just here, it's number one. Mm. Because I think it's, it's actually closing a gap where there's nothing in many instances. And it is actually, at this moment in time, particularly coming out of COVID, Town Centre's first strategy, a lot of people now remote working and actually benefiting from having the public transport service. So it's absolutely priority number one. Yeah, I don't have a major issue with that. Rural services are definitely needed. But if the majority of the traffic issues and congestion is in Dublin, could we even try and just get the services operating more frequently? And I say that because I had the experience yesterday. I I had to come in um, for a little earlier yesterday morning and I had laptops and bags and, and gear and stuff with me. So walking wasn't going to be an option yesterday. So in order to get the bus in, I left the house. Now, I live very, very close to Dublin city centre. I left at 10 to 8 in the morning to make sure that I was on an 8 o'clock bus that I'd get, you know, at least be able to get on the bus and and get in in time. And I was there for 8 o'clock at the bus stop and the first bus came along and it passed. Now, this is one of the main routes we're talking about. The second bus came along. It too was full. They were full. It wasn't that they weren't coming. They were coming, but they were full. And I waited again. There was going to be another 12 to 15 minutes for two different buses. And the third bus came and that too was full. And we were now up to about 10 past eight, having been there since 10 to eight. So I started to go onto the app and try and get a taxi. And you know when you try to book a taxi, but you're waiting so long that it then, you know, it just sort of cancels it because there was no driver found. And I did that twice. So I went back to the house at a quarter past eight to get the car to drive in. So despite yesterday leaving earlier than usual to make sure that I was there on time to try and get on a bus, the problem was the the problem was down to the frequency of the buses. They are not frequent enough. Yes, they're coming, but they're not frequent enough. And I think if you want to ask people to make a greater effort to use public transport, to leave the car at home, to get the buses, get the Lewis, use the Dart, you need to make sure that the services are frequent. This needs to be easy for people. Like, I and others shouldn't be leaving the house. Fine, we leave the house a half an hour earlier to make sure you're on a bus. But you'd want to make sure that you then get on a bus, that you don't have to turn around and go back to the house and get a car or get a bike and, and cycle or, or drive in. So before we start looking at where we're going to spend all of the billions and all the money this year on what services, can we just try and get the services that are there at the moment, can we just get them working properly? Just a little bit more frequently, can we just analyse the services that we're currently offering to the public and just check, are we putting on enough every single day? Because to my mind, having the experience of yesterday, we're not. We're absolutely not putting them on frequently enough. And I wonder if you too have experienced this. Like, have you encountered this, stood waiting at the bus stop and they just pass because every one of them is full and then you have to wait another 12, 13, 14, 15 minutes for the next one to come? Like, it just, it doesn't happen in other countries. And I think when we're asking people to make the effort to use the public transport services, we should make sure that they run frequently. Let me know your thoughts on this if you've encountered it. 53106 is the number. Um, Evelyn is with me though in Galway today. Evelyn, do you think town and local bus services 
should be the priority? Uh, for Galway, yes, definitely. I mean, I appreciate the services need to be improved. The ones that are already there need to be improved in the larger cities. I get that. But could you imagine living in County Galway and only being able to get a bus once or twice a day? How is that encouraging? It's not at all. It's a joke. Are you there, Evelyn? Hello? Yes, I can hear you. Apologies. Hey, just... sorry. I'm out and about. Um, sorry, what I was saying was, I do, I guess, that the services that we currently have need to be improved and need to be maintained to a proper standard. But if you're living somewhere in County Galway, out in Moycullen, out in Barna, you're depending on one or two buses a day. If you have children, if you're doing after-school activities, there's no infrastructure, public transport-wise, in place to help people leave their cars at home. And that's really what we need to be striving to do. So I'd like to, I think it's great that the NTA are planning on spending money on improving local links because, as I said, in a place like Galway, we, like, we don't have a diet, we don't have a light rail system. We have an all-right bus service in the city, but with so many cars on the road, it's hard to get around easily. With it, like, something, something needs to change. Um, Phelan is with us too on the programme. Stay on the line, um, Evelyn. You're a commuter in Dublin. Do you think that the local and town transport services should be the priority? I think they should both be the priority. I mean, it's the same problem. Like, if you're standing at a bus stop in Dublin and every bus is full and they're going every 10 minutes and you're standing at a bus stop somewhere rural and the next bus is in two, three hours, it's the same problem. But that's yeah. what's being fixed. So... I don't think we should pit rural people against city voters or city people. It it is the same problem. Everyone has Mm. the same problem. But, like, we need more investment in public transport. We need more drivers. That is the big thing in Dublin and around Ireland. There is a massive driver shortage in um, uh, Dublin Bus and Bus Ern. So, like, they're trying to hire more drivers. The reason the bus is every 10, 15 minutes when it probably should be and more frequent than that is because they just don't have enough drivers. So, I mean, I don't see why we can't fix both. At the same time, we need to look at more long-term investment in rail and more bus routes and more tram, everything, all around Ireland. And hiring more drivers and putting on more routes shouldn't really slow you down from doing the long-term investment. Mm. They're two very different things. Do you rely on public transport, Vila? Uh I do. I do. I get the bus from Thingless to DCG every day. Okay, so you do. And what's your experience? My experience has been good. I, I'm lucky in that I have a fairly good route. But like, especially late last year, uh, there were a lot of buses just not showing up. And like, there was a lot talked about as though we were talking about this in the Oireachtas Committee. We were calling for action from the NTA. And the issue was there just wasn't enough drivers. Now, it has gotten better, yeah. but it's still not good enough. Yeah, no. Um, Eveline, th- th- would you use public transport? Like, is it is it an option for, would it be an option for you to rely on it if the services um, were there? If the services were there, like, I, so I'm lucky I live in the city centre. I can walk everywhere with ease. But if I want to get across the city or if I want to go out to County Galway, I wouldn't be able to depend on the services that are currently in place. Like, if one of the bus air and buses is full coming from my Cullen, or from Clifton, let's say, into Galway City. If that bus is full, I could be waiting three, four hours maybe for another bus, rather than another bus being put on to facilitate the extra demand. 
Savita's with us too um, in Longford. Savita, do, do you rely or do you use public transport? I used to rely on public transport before, but not anymore because so chakras and if if I want to if I want to travel, so they are not on time. Even though there are one or two buses, but they are not on time. I live in a rural area, but the time they are not on time actually. And if you want to take a taxi, so you need to take in like you need to. Uh, you need to call them and get an appointment a previous day so, because mm-hmm. they are all like very busy. They say every time they are busy. So the news th- that we're hearing from the transport minister that you know he he thinks the priority, the spending should be spent, the money in the development of local links and town bus services is that is that something you welcome? Yeah, I, I welcome that because you know everybody's struggling, especially with the healthcare. So if you want, if we have some emergency. So it will be a, it, it's a big problem. Bernie is on the line as well. Um, Bernie, you've been you've been listening to this. We're asking people where should the priority be. I mean, my point is, surely we can find compromise rather than having a particular area of priority. What's your thoughts? And my thoughts is, I'm a wife of a busman of over twenty three years, and they've literally destroyed Dublin bus. The NTA took over it. They brought in an American to redevise the whole system. They've bus drivers are walking out of the job, even with the excellent salary, um, because their terms and conditions are absolutely disgraceful in the job. This even when my husband's finishes shift in town, like he he got the ghost bus in at four this morning. He's okay if he'll get home at four today because our local bus will just drop shifts, and that's not got to do with the drivers. If the bus is running late. They're told to work it out as in take it off the road. It's nothing to do with the driver. It's even nothing to do with the garage. It's all the rules coming from the NTA. And this is what people aren't aware of. You, My husband had a couple of his friends walk out of the job on Christmas week. Who walks out of a job on Christmas week? That's how bad okay. the NTA has destroyed Dublin bus. And every day there's new rules and new terms and conditions and they haven't a leg to stand on the drivers. 23 years of service. He used to love going into work and now he absolutely hates It's just to do with the the, the terms and conditions. We're the same same in our area. They're going to take our bus out of our... We have to go down to the... We can get a bus from across the road. So if I got on my bus across the road, I'd be in the city centre in 15 minutes. They want me to get off the bus on the Malahide Road to wait for another bus to bring me into the city. So if I have to bring my dad, who's 88, into the Matter Hospital for any appointments, I either drive in or get a taxi because with the way he's infirm and everything, at least if I got on that bus with his wheelchair, I know I'm getting off where I need to get off instead of getting off and getting on and getting off. And... It's just the NTA, the National Transport Authority, have destroyed. But do the you whole mean in terms of do you, do you mean though in terms of changing routes? Is is that is that what you mean? Yes. Yeah, so they want to just they want to have all these long distance routes. They haven't got enough drivers. They can't keep the drivers now, okay. even with the excellent salary. Does he I mean, enjoy the work, Bernie? Does yeah. it, does he enjoy the you know the, the not the, anymore? The he used to love did he? going into work. He used to love. He'd get his board. He'd get on the bus. He'd do his route. Yeah, you get your hassle. He's lucky the route he's mm. on is a nice route. You get your hassle off. Has he had much hassle? 
Um, not on his route. He's okay. lucky. He's got a really nice route, so he's not on any of the bad routes. But in, so when they're a minute or a couple of minutes over time, they get a phone call radio through to the bus to say to pull in. So then you've got the customer who's going rushing to an appointment or work who will approach the bus driver and say, what are you pulling in for? And he goes, it's not me. If you want to complain to the garage, ring the garage. They ring the garage. And what does the garage tell the customer? I'll have a word with the driver. When actually, but that's because they're ahead of time though, is it? They, they do that in it, other countries as well. If they're ahead, yeah, they'll pull in minute, and wait. Pull in, wait for five minutes. So they go on about green buses. So you turn off and on an engine. You're creating more emissions, aren't you? So this okay. is what they're asking. So and they're going the, on right. bringing in okay. thousands and thousands worth of green buses. And the green buses have to go all the way over to the south side to get recharged. It doesn't make okay. sense. Okay. I have a text in from a listener as well. He says, I live in County Carlow and depend on public transport. There is one, sometimes two buses per day. Um, if they're full, forget about it. You're stranded. We're spending hundreds of millions on bus lanes. I don't think it's effective if there's insufficient buses and not enough drivers. Ellie is in court. Um, Ellie, do you rely on public transport? Well, I have been for the past month. <laughs> How are you doing? Good. I, I, um, yeah, I, I ditched my car a month ago and I've been writing about it uh, for a local publication here in Cork. By choice, Ellie? You well, it. I mean, in the first instance, it, it broke down, but I decided that it was a good opportunity for me mm. to just... Just try it out. So I live about seven kilometres from Cork city centre and I'm on, you know, Cork is a very hilly city, which becomes a bit of a problem, like when you're trying to get around the place, especially by bike. Um, And so, yeah, so I decided to opt for a combination of cycling to get in and out of the city centre, which is very, very time efficient for me. It takes me about 25 minutes to get in, you don't have to worry about parking, you don't have to worry about waiting on buses, because it's actually the wait times in public transport that is really the killer, like I, I'm finding. And then relying on, on public transport to get around, like, inter-county and for jobs and at weekends and stuff like that. And it's, you know, really quite ridiculous. Like, last Sunday I had to come back from Clonmel in County Tipperary to Cork City. It took me four and a half hours to get home. And it cost me 29 euros. If I'd been driving, that would have been just over an hour and it would have been less money as well. So I really think that a lot of what's happening is this because the urban or sorry, because the rural connections are so bad and so unreliable that when somebody has a car, then they're going to get the use out of it for shorter journeys Mm. as well. So I don't think that the the government stands a a hope in hell of this kind of one-fifth reduction uh, in cars that Eamon Ryan is aiming for unless they really seriously sort out the the nationwide public transport links, really, you know. You're doing this for a month. Is it something Mm -hmm. you'll extend? Uh, I won't be... I've come to the conclusion that in terms of my own life, because I'm a freelance journalist and I have to get around the place a lot, I actually it's not that I it's not that I financially can't afford to use public transport because that is slowly getting better and better. You know, it's actually not costing me a huge amount of money, uh, but I really can't afford the outlay in terms of time. I really don't think that the policymakers are taking into account people's time pressure in their lives. I can't be waiting four hours for a journey that can take me one hour. Mm. 
So uh, on that basis, I'm, I'm unfortunately not going to be staying car free in the longer term. Yeah, no, I I'm ha- going to try and learn from it, you know, in terms of the shorter journeys and stuff, because I actually love cycling and I love the freedom and the flexibility. So I'm going to try and be that bit more disciplined about my shorter journeys mm. and just keep the car for, for longer distances, and uh, you know, and for kind of unforeseen things. And also for carrying heavy loads, because like, you know, there's a lot of kind of active transport um, comment out there at the moment, but some of it just really doesn't fig- seem to figure in the kind of like physical aspect of it. You know, cycling up hills with pannier bags full of shopping in the rain. That can yeah, get there's some days it's just not. I, that's my own experience yesterday. It just it wasn't practical in terms of bags and gear and laptops and the whole lot. And uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of public transport actually, and I'm a pedestrian and I walk and I use public transport a lot. But I just think it could work more efficiently. That's all. Simple as that. Surely somebody is sitting somewhere in an office with a pen and they can look at the number of people waiting at bus stops across whether it's Dublin, Cork, Galway and then find out do we have enough buses to service these people and if we operated them more efficiently would then more people use the bus I actually think that they would there's lots of you getting in touch with us about this Trish says I went for a bus from Maynooth last Friday afternoon the scheduled bus was late then it filled up in the village with students from the university then down the road to Intel where the bus filled to beyond capacity and then had to pass every other person waiting a journey that would take 8 minutes in the car to Lucan took an hour and 10 why would I leave the car at home? Asks Trish. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. Lots of you getting in touch with your um, favourite pizza places across the country. I'll come to those in a few moments' time, though. Do let me know where is the best pizza restaurant in Ireland. Before that, we were talking about whether town and local bus services should should be the financial priority this year over urban areas. Well, the Transport Minister, Eamon Ryan, he thinks so. He made that point. We played it a little earlier today. Paul is with us in Galway. Paul, do you think that rural areas should be the priority? I think they should. I think that what's the most normal here is that rural areas do have, in some places, an urban population as well. And, you know, there's no, there's no uh, service whatsoever for them. There could be huge populations. Uh, I've been saying to research where I live, which is in Knocknacarrick in Galway, there could be a population of 20,000 euro. Um, or 20,000 people. Mm. I, I'm not, I, I could be uh, corrected on that. I'm not exactly sure what the population is. But to get through Salt Hill, which is known by all your listeners, obviously, as a tourist resort with mm-hmm. bars, restaurants, and so on, there's one bus per hour that comes through Knockbacarif to service Salt Hill into the city centre. And that bus, last, the last bus on that route, is 10 to 6 in the evening. So, I mean, in the winter, when uh, Salt Hill is, uh, you know, people are not coming from other areas to, to Salt Hill, and that population is sitting on the doorstep and they can't, they can't get down. It's just crazy. Do, would you use the public transport services, Paul, if they were available? Absolutely. You every, would, every yeah. Time. Yeah, every time okay. I would because if I was certainly going for a meal in Salt Hill and you were going to have a glass of wine or something, yeah. you would definitely use the public service. But there's none after 10, 10 to 6 that comes to our area, which I said is a huge uh, population. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's it's to do, I think, an awful lot of the time. Like you know, in many cases, the services are there. It's just it's the frequency of them. Well, they're not there. They're not there on this route. I mean, they could be 
they could be switched from some routes to take in Salt Hill on the way back into the city centre, but they service the university, which is fair enough, and, and the hospital and so mm. on. So there's just not enough uh, buses on the on them routes. But I said it to to people who are on the business community in Salt Hill, and I said it to councillors, and they said, "Oh, the national authority won't let us put a new route in there, or there's a problem, and it'll take three or four years or something." I mean, how can we talk about green energy travel and all that kind of stuff? Oh, I know. Leave the car at home. I mean, it's just madness. Crazy. Yeah, I have a text in from a listener who says it's very simple. If the politicians used public transport, it would be fixed. Breen is with us on the line in Dublin as well, Paul. Breen, what's your experience? Do you rely on public transport? Hi, Andrea. Um, I know I drive in from Stepaside to Dundrum. Uh, to, I have a small business in Dundrum and I work my own hours, so I'm very flexible on time. So I've looked at public transport mm. to get me just a 10-minute drive from Step aside to Dundrum. Because I would imagine and step aside to, to Dundrum is very doable. It, yes, if, but from my house to the bus, from the bus down to Dundrum, and then from the bus stop back to my, to my workshop, you're looking at about 36 minutes in total versus 10 minutes. Plus the, 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 the time waiting on the bus. Now, the bus in, in, in question is the 44, and that's every hour. So if you miss your bus, then you're looking at an hour and 36 minutes. Um, so it's just not feasible. Uh, I, you, you know, um, I we have two cars at home. We're looking at getting rid of one and yeah. my wife needs a car for work. I, I need the car for work. But if I could use public transport, I'd hop on the, the bus. Or we have we have the Lewis uh, actually goes from uh, Dundrum up to um, Glencairn. But even the Lewis it goes from Glencairn over to uh, Stalorgan in a kind of a roundabout way and even walking to the Lewis and getting the Lewis and then walking from the Lewis mm. station up to the workshop, you'd be looking at 45 minutes. But even even if you were to, to, to get the bus um, that you talked about that would make the journey, the route that you planned out at about 30, 36 minutes, it's not that you don't mind going earlier to be able to get that that bus I imagine the problem is probably the same as my own experience yesterday if the bus is full she, you're, you're, you're stranded full, yeah and that's it and, and the thing is because it's only once an hour uh, and people are, are, are waiting on it very often I'd often see the, the, the um, queue of people when I'm actually heading down to my workshop I'd often see a queue of people and there might be eight or nine people at the one bus mm. stop and, and that, that, that's off peak now that's about 9.30 in the morning you know, um, I, 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 I don't see it at 8 o'clock or 8.30 in the morning. I, I, I just dread the thought of getting public transport in. I, I used to work over in Santry and getting from Dundrum to Santry on the, um, or sorry, from, from Stepside to Santry, yeah. on the days that I didn't have my car was just a nightmare. And absolutely. Uh, I, I had to get up an hour and a half earlier just to, to, do, to yeah. do the trip of public transport. But look, if it's not working in the capital city, you, you mean you'd have to question how it's going to work anywhere else in the country. But anyway, Trish is with us in Maynooth as well. Trish, what's the, the public transport scenario like where you are? Hi. Yeah, no. Last Friday, I went to uh, get a bus. I haven't got the bus in quite a while because um, I've been standing at the stop so many times and the buses disappear off the app. But I went up half past two on a Friday. The bus that was scheduled was 20 minutes late. So because it was late, I get on at the first stop. We go into the village in Maynooth. 
Now, there's only two buses um, an hour go through Manus every half hour. Um, there is a C4 that goes via Selbridge. So as soon as we get into the village, it just fills up with university students. There's about 15,000 university students. So they fill on the bus. We get on the bus. We go down towards Leakslip, Intel, the biggest building site in Europe at the moment. That's full of builders all wanting to go home on a Friday afternoon. Mm. So the bus is now full, so full that the driver has to shout, please don't be on the steps. And everyone else then coming down through Leakslip and Lucan is left standing uh, as the bus just passes them by because there's no more space. Um, and and the, the thing is, I often go down to Luke and I have friends there. It's an eight minute journey in the car. It was an hour and 10 minutes after I had arrived at the bus stop that I finally arrived in Lucan. So as somebody pointed out earlier, you just can't, you know, if, if that's one thing I'm meeting a friend, but going to work, I just cannot yeah. depend on it for work. Wouldn't it's you imagine, crazy. though, you know, Trish, and I don't say this with any, you know, I certainly don't mean to be disrespectful, but wouldn't you imagine that, you know, people, a lot of people in a lot of jobs or college, or whatever, they finish up early on a Friday. Wouldn't you think somebody somewhere in a head office would have said, maybe we should put on more than one bus at that time of the well, afternoon on a Friday, going through an area with a college of 15,000 yeah. students and as you say one of the biggest building sites in the yeah. country I mean this is what I well, can't understand is how does nobody you, thought maybe we should put three buses on Yeah well you would think so and and it's been a problem I've noticed on a Sunday evening instead of getting more transport because a lot of the students come home after the week come back to Maduth I should say after the weekend at home they're all coming back on a Sunday evening but there are fewer buses and fewer trains coming into Maduth on a Sunday one of the days where students are still coming and going. Yeah. So somebody's not just adding up the, the dots. Mind boggles you know, yeah, yeah, it's just it just seems like it, it's it's just it's 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 the it's the frequency and the reliability of services are the two things that I can never get my head around in the context of the conversation about public transport. Kieran is in Ashtown. What's happening there, Kieran? Hi, Andre. Uh, yes, um, I uh, drive in each morning takes me anywhere between 30 and 50 minutes, depending on M1 and 50 traffic. But uh, if I try to take the same journey using public transport, it takes me two and a half hours. Because I have to get a, I have to walk for half an hour to the nearest train station. And then um, it takes a further two hours then on the trains, two trains and, and a walk and to eventually arrive at the, the workplace in Ashton. So, um, until Metrolink uh, arrives or messages eventually gets extended to mm-hmm. my ring and I don't think I'll be able to, to change, you know. Thanks a million for getting in touch with us, Kieran, on the programme. Um, Trish as well, Breen, Paul. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.